Blessings, everyone. It's Jules, and this is the Raise Your Vibration Summit, and I have Jenneth here, and we are going to talk a little bit about wealth, and if you want to say manifesting wealth, we could, you know, we all have our words that we like to use, but I'm going to take it as far as how you can bring this concept of wealth and bring it into 2024 to create your best year yet. So welcome, Jenneth. And I'm just going to let you kind of talk a little bit about yourself and we'll get into the juicy stuff. Hi guys. So I'm Jenneth Blackert and I have been in the world of frequency for about three decades. And it started back when I was in corporate America and drank like eight Cokes a day. <laughs> And uh, literally my body is like run from the world. And I was doing all these like tricky things to hide from myself. And so that brought me into really yoga first. And gosh, I hated Shavasana at the time, my late twenties, I was like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. And now I meditate twice a day and play with frequency and clearings and, uh, and I love playing with the frequency of wealth. I have had a seven figure business and did that for two years and then decided that, you know what, <laughs> you don't really need that much money <laughs> for the lifestyle that I wanted to lead. So I became even more specific on what do I really want my life to look like and how do I become the frequency of what I want to create in the world and what my life should look like. So that's the work that I do today. I'm a hypnotherapist and I have been certified in access consciousness. So we'll bring in some of those like little clearings that they, they're real cool. They like trick your brain into like uh, letting go of things and constructs of this reality that you're holding on to that's sticking you for lack of a better word. I love that. So I would love to just, let's just dive, dive right in and uh, whether you want to kind of paint a story of where, how you got to where you are, or if you want to just yeah. kind of start with a process and then we can go with there, which feels better. Yeah. Well, let's play with you guys first with one of these processes. Um, one of the things that I talk a lot about are implants and explants. And it seems along the way that we've bought into these lies of this reality. And if you've bought into a lie of this reality, then it's been implanted into you. So if you've entrained to the wealth of your parents, or you've entrained to the wealth of the collective world and the frequency of the world, then you have these implants that have been implanted in you. And explants are literally, I, I usually describe them as plants outside of you that are like guiding you or they're the annoying things that make you obsess and make you control freak oftentimes. So I do everything within question so that you can choose for yourself. So how many implants and explants do you have in place that creates the opposite of what you want to create in this world? Everything that is and everything that keeps you locked into that, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate? And take a breath. And then they have a clearing statement, access consciousness, that's right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. It's like one of the things that just kind of opens the door and you're like, okay, I'm listening, right? And uh, one of the other ones that really helps to kind of open doors for conversations is what is it that you know that you're denying or refusing to know about money, wealth, and profits and everything that is? Would you be willing to destroy and uncreate and take a breath? Whew. And then usually what comes up when I open up the question, you know, what is it that I know? What I know that there's so many constructs around this topic. And the best way to get to this, I created a whole program. It's called Sexy Money. And it's really about like going through like all the constructs of 
you know, when was the first time you even felt lack? So some of the clearings are, how old were you the very first time that you even knew that you were sensing or feeling lack? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that'll come down to, with a child and hunger. And other times, I mean, it's like really a primal need, right? That's when they started to feel lack. And other times they're like, well, I guess I was like 13 or 14 and didn't have enough cash for the candy bar that I wanted at the grocery store. And, you know, and, and in working with hundreds of clients over the over this time, I've found that so many people have like these different moments in time. And if this was a live call, I would just have you, okay, type in, you know, what, when was the first time that you sensed the frequency of lack? And you know, and it goes, it ranges from like, oh my God, I felt it when I was like five years old and it was desperation. And to people that are like, I don't even know a world without lack. Um, and that's the kind of thing that, you know, I, it's just so sad that, you know, I, I only see abundance almost these days. And I, it's so sad when I'm like, okay, well, let's get you back in. One of the questions that gets you back in, everything's the opposite of what appears to be, nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be, everything's the opposite of what appears to be, nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. And everything that is and everything that that brought up would you be willing to destroy and uncreate. Um, one of the things within this world is it's so polarized. So it's like up, down, right, left. I have an identity of this, right? And And most, I guess teachers or healers would have you say, okay, what would be the opposite of that? And I don't do work that way. I feel like, yes, your point of view creates your reality and your point of view about yourself creates your reality. And I'm, I feel like I'm going and maybe I should wait for you to open the door with a question, but what is it that it would take for you to actually be a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And so some of the clearings are one of the ways to get there. And then I use when I can't seem to get them to like ping on when I'm clearing, then it then I have to then I usually will be like, let's do like two weeks of this one hypnotherapy session. And then we'll go into uh, really looking at your life because sometimes they've had abundance get at, but they aren't able to get abundance rolling as an adult. Mm -hmm. And th that could go in a completely different direction from lack of confidence, uh, that they just don't see value in themselves in any way. And they just don't really see how they can get, you know, how they can get money instead of have and create. And it's almost about being the frequency of money that I, I found um, when I created all that wealth, it came more from the inside. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because there was grit and there was hustle with it, right? It doesn't just like, although I have had stories where it has fallen in front of them in the ground, <laughs> like literally a $10 bill just after this meditation just floated on down and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> it can come that way, but uh, usually it doesn't come in the million dollar mark. <laughs> so, okay. I, so there's so much in there. I feel like, I feel, where do we, where do I want to go with this? I, I, you know what I'm seeing and you tell me if this is something that you can do. So you kind of just gave a lot of, information on what it would be like, right? What if, and I'm sure everyone was kind of thinking to themselves, or hopefully you were, of what is what is my initial place of lack and all these things. Is there a process, like a little mini like process that you could do? Because I'm sure everybody's kind of thinking now of what their thing is. And I'd love to keep going with that. Well, yeah. Do you want to do like an activation, yeah. like a hypnotherapy activation? Yeah. Or, yeah. That's kind of wild. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me, whew, let me get to that. Uh, Cause sometimes I got to kind of go direct. Um, so just a second. All right. 
Go ahead and close your eyes. And drop into your body. Start noticing the gravity. And take three deep breaths. Just inhaling in through the nose. Exhaling out through the mouth. And again, inhale in. Focusing on the rise of the chest. Exhale out through the mouth. And breathing in again deeply, filling the lungs to capacity. And allow your shoulders to drop down as you let out that third breath. You feel loose and light, and you're starting to feel very, very relaxed. And as you continue breathing easily, effortlessly, comfortably, now I'm going to describe a place to you, and you'll picture yourself there. It'll be very relaxing. And you will enjoy imagining yourself there. So picture yourself on a quiet path. Imagine yourself walking along this path with soft pieces of sand barefoot holding your shoes in your left hand. And as you walk along, you just enjoy yourself. And the air fills your lungs and you feel refreshed. And as you're enjoying this walk, you come to a staircase and you walk down these 10 steps. I will count them down. And as you go down each one, you'll feel more and more relaxed. You step on the first step dropping deeper, deeper into the piece of your body, falling deeper down. Nine, going deeper and deeper down into a relaxed state. Eight, down deeper, deeper, feeling more and more relaxed. Seven, dropping on down. Six, five, four, Three, relaxing even more, going down, two, and now you're so very, very relaxed, deeper and deeper. And as you continue to relax deeper and deeper, stepping on that last step, you realize you're a magnet for money. Money comes to you fast, easily, and frequently. You are abundance. You feel abundant. It's all coming to you now. You create strong, powerful relationships that are abundant to you. 
And this leads to your financial abundance. Your contributions to the world are epic and amazing. Who you are creates passion for others and passion for yourselves. You are fully engaged every day and you have unlimited energy. You are enough. You are confident. You are powerful. And you let go of any of the worry and doubt as you focus on your financial goals. You are living abundantly in the house of your choice, with the wealth of your choice, with the success of your choice. And imagine yourself now having exactly what you desire. And as you be this abundant, you start to truly embody awakening your feet and kind of bringing the energy back into your body. I see a glow of light and it awakens you. And now I'm going to give you a hypnotic suggestion that reminds you of wealth. And what that will be is your first finger and your thumb together with your other fingers free, like a little okay sign. So at those moments that you might feel lack, that you might feel struggle, you have this hypnotic suggestion to be. So go ahead and start to aliven the energy through your body again, awakening your chest, breathing in deeper, awakening, opening your eyes, noticing everything, noticing the shift, acknowledging yourself for being willing and able to go into this alpha state for this mini little session. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to, to take a whole script that's like an hour long and put it in like five minutes. But I mean, it's so easy. This is how easy it is for us to go from a, a beta state to an alpha state when the brain is suggestible mm -hmm. and when the brain is suggestible you can pretty much you know tell it anything like you can need to tell it a little more than once I've noticed but then you become that being no matter what the brain does not know the difference of what's imagined and what's real we just weren't trained this way from from the womb, <laughs> right? We weren't that we weren't trained that, oh, you mean this really works? I can imagine and I can create. And I uh, I mean, this is this has changed my entire life. I mean, I wasn't brought up this way. I wasn't, and I I can't say enough. And it's that simple. It's that simple to let yourself drop down. Ooh. Who's a little kitty? <laughs> Hi. It's a little, it's, it's very entertaining around here. I, I love, know. you know what I was just feeling when you were saying that? So, um, my daughters, I, I homeschooled them with Rudolf Steiner's, um, 
process, which I don't know if you know about that, but it's, you don't introduce anything but imagination and creativity until, uh, until the age seven. And then at seven, they can start to play like with numbers, but they don't even look at a letter, like no reading, no nothing, nothing left brained until the age seven because of the way the brain develops. And then at age seven, you start to introduce a little bit more, but the process until I think it's age 12 is based on creativity and imagination. And so that's what I did. And with my older daughter, she actually, we did it to the T until she turned seven. And then I actually put her into school. So she went into school at second grade, not knowing how to read because she didn't ever have that. Right. And she went into a school that was bilingual. So they were learning half of half English, half Spanish. And within two and a half months, not only was she reading, but she was reading better than anyone in her class in Spanish and was the narrator of their first play because the brain was ready, right? And so when you're saying that whole imagination thing, there's something to that, the way the brain is developed on how everything shifts the way that we see life and that we learn. And I'm going to back it all up to come back to the point of this. My daughter is a master manifester. She doesn't even know it. Like when she wants something, it just comes to her and she doesn't even try. And I really do believe it's the way that her brain was developed when she was small. Definitely. Definitely. I, I really think that we, this, this reality is just not the way it should be. And I, you know, I think I, I don't know if it was on your call, one of the calls I've said, I really feel like I, I sense that I came from the future Mm. to help planet earth at this time, or I came from a different planet even, right. To help this earth at this time. And and this just became natural for me. And my wealth was all when I went into energy healing, like I was, I was a Java programmer in Dell computers and you know, and I was so miserable. And I, as I said, at the beginning, I was doing all those like, you know, habits that were killing my body basically. And I was doing that. And I knew I was doing it to help my day through. It was a coping mechanism. And it wasn't until I got the guts and the gumption. And I said, you know, I I really think that I have a book, this book inside of me that I I want to write. And it's called Seven Dragons, A Guide to a Limitless Mind. And wrote that in 90 days, got it published and everything, because it just poured out of me. And as soon as that happened, like all my energy went from this depressed state on a regular basis to this, like, I'm good. I'm and I'm happy and I'm living in joy. And and this is play and this is fun. And and I was like, aha, you know, and I always was the preacher of it, the truth makes you feel lighter. A lie will always make you feel heavier. Mm. If you're more expanded, that feels light. And if you're more contracted, then it's heavy. And I thought, okay, well, it's very clear. And now my pendulum went as soon as I feel contracted, it's like, got to change shift. And one of the hypnosis that I used to do with Joe Dispensa is he would go change and he would literally, you know, teach us how to change frequency. And that I, I do that now in med, a med, I have a meditation where literally it's about changing your frequency and I can go change and it will probably take me 15 minutes. Sometimes I'll have to do like these weird ass questions, like everything's opposite of what appears to be, nothing's opposite of what appears to be, and actually see the world that way. Like, okay, so if I'm completely depressed and everything's the opposite of what appears to be, oh, okay, I'm joy. And then it's like, mm-hmm. sure. But you do it and then it it changes everything. And it's so weird. I'll, sometimes I'll go, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory and say that like 10 times and then go, all the algorithms that are <laughs> creating this one, two, three, four, five. And, and it's like, then I'm back in my, my joy. Sometimes I go outside too. I mean, you know, I feel like the earth and nature shifts, but 
It's so funny that I, it took me a while. The reason I bring that up is because it took me a while to know I can change frequency on a dime. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, the only reason that they're not creating wealth is because they don't continue to stay in that abundant frequency. Like they'll have a taste of it. It's sort of like, okay, I've got some tea here. I can have a taste of this tea. But I mean, it's not like I'm drinking the tea all day. Mm. I mean, I could, <laughs> but only if it's going to like bring me like buckets of money. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> But, oh my gosh, you're but so what, what if, I mean, what if you have, were taught from when you were a child, like your daughter, oh, it's about my imagination, mm -hmm. you know, don't make her a, just a daydreamer, but what if she's like, oh, okay, something seems a little off now. Let me recalibrate and let me get back in that abundant state as soon as she knows she's out of it. It seems like if you're taught at a younger age, it's got to be a little bit easier than when you're taught at 30. And now I, I do see this being, um, you know, Rudolf Steiner was, gosh, he developed that way of teaching. I think it was, I mean, it was like during one of the wars. I want to say it was war, maybe one, but I'm not, I don't quote me on that. Um, and he has, for those of you that are, that maybe know of him, he has the War Golf Schools is the name of the yeah. schools and they're all over the place. I made that connection after you were talking about it. Oh, wonderful. I love that. Yeah. So, but anyways, my point to that is, is that I feel like this is, is going to start to shift because, you know, more and more people and a lot more kids are coming in at a higher frequency and we're going to start teaching in a new way just to meet the, the new frequency of people but we've been talking about frequency a little bit and so I want to kind of go into that a little as maybe giving a tool of how we can shift frequency so when we're aware that we went into kind of the the mucky stuff so you you had some statements that you were saying but is there one that you have specific for for wealth and yeah. maybe I, I do one all day long. I mean, I, I still do. I mean, okay. it's just a part of me, but wealth comes to me fast frequency and frequently and in abundance mm -hmm. is mine, you know, money, you know, and here's something that I kind of found out and this is kind of like my big aha, but when I started focusing on profitability, you know, like sustainability, things shifted even faster. And I thought that was really cool uh, that it's not just about like being a frequency and a match for, for wealth abundance or confidence or worth or whatever is your thing. Right. It's, it's almost like, like a key, right? It's like, you know, what's your key. And maybe you've got 10 keys that you've got to become the frequency of having, and, and, you know, and that's what comes up through coaching, you know, you've got to go through, you know, various questions to awaken, okay, here's the key that you need. And what's cool. So then in a hypnotherapy session, after five or six sessions of me coaching, then I will craft like a, you know, 60 minute session that takes them into the depths that would unlock confidence that would unlock lack that would unlock their freak out around taxes. I had a client that had a chronic freak out about the cost of meals, specifically that. And we, you know, when, when I asked, well, how old were you when this first came up? And she said, I think it was when we would go out to dinner and my dad would be calculating what the tip would be and kind of feeling like, you know, there was some pullback energetic, energetically. And we did a hypnotherapy session in like two weeks that fixed that where her, she was like thinking, I've got to order the cheapest thing on the menu. I mean, it's like, you don't want to live your life that way. And she's like, I don't even know where to go to get out of this. Which is so funny. She's like, this is life-saving. I now feel like I can go out and I can just enjoy myself, like be a, a playful kitten, right? <laughs> Instead of being like, 
okay, well, let me get an appetizer because I don't want, you know, the ticket to go up on my meal. Now, and this was a woman that, you know, I charged 350 a session, you know, if they're bundled, they're cheaper than that. But this is a woman that was willing to pay 350 for a session to fix it. She had the money. She didn't have to buy, you know, the $15 pot stickers or whatever, because she could have, I mean, it wasn't about the money. It was about what went on in her control freaky head. And I just think stories like that are so freaking cool that we can, I mean, with these simple, simple tools, question, you know, I, I have this thing called whisper mapping that I do with people and it's like question, choice and and frequency, right? So it, you just go through these whispers with these question, choice and frequencies. And it's, a uh, you know, gets them out of, okay, I don't have to stay stuck ever. There is no sticking. And I just think that that, I, I don't know. I just love this work so much because it just works every single time. And it's so easy. I, I've had people come that say, you can't hypnotize me. And I'm like, okay, well, then I can't. You say I can't, so let's not, you know, because that's their point of view. So I have to buy into their point of view. And then I'm like, be like, well, let's just try a couple things and I'll run some of these weird ass questions. And and then I, I'll even do like simple ones, like uh, everywhere where you bought the lie that you can't be hypnotized to have the life that you want to lead, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate everything that is times a godzillion? And, uh, and they'll be like, no, yes, <laughs> because the frequency actually will usually read as a yes, because it's about having what you want out of life. And uh, I just love this work so much. And, you know, I just, I just can't say enough for it. I'm so grateful for the teachers before me that have taught me how, you know, to do Erickson's way of hypnosis that brings you into, it's almost like inception in a way because it takes you from like a high beta state to, you know, this scenario, this imagination. And then usually when I go into that imagination, which is the alpha state, then I will have them go another step where they'll relax all the parts of their body and they imagine themselves actually laying on a bench or sitting on a bench that's very comfortable. And right. So it's sort of like adult story time where they get to lay on this, this couch out on the beach, you know, or on their yacht or whatever. And, and then they, they go and then they fall, they, then they go even deeper. Right. And then when they're laying on the couch then they'll imagine themselves somewhere else, so it's like an inception where they've taken a walk along the beach, they've landed on a bench, and then they go deeper. And that, um, I can't remember the, the word of what they call that, but that inception word literally takes you into an amnesia-like state where when the suggestions come up, like you are a money magnet, you know, you are becoming this, this, that, and the other, these suggestions, they don't even remember the suggestions. And then they'll just wake up doing things like this. I love it. And that's like, I don't know. I just, it's so cool that the brain can do that. I just like brain plasticity. Yes. <laughs> um, and I just think it's the coolest thing in the world. And I think it's very cool that I have this other tool through these questions to unhook people so that they actually are open to being hypnotized and, and go into a trance state. And sometimes they'll even come into a trance state and they'll be like, I wasn't in a trance. And I'll be like, so tell me some of the suggestions that you heard and, and what did you think about it? Like, cause sometimes their point of view will, you know, it's kind of cool to do a custom session because then if somebody has a fear of an elevator, well, you want to make sure that they go walk downstairs and not go down 10 flights in an elevator, right? Uh, cause that can freak people out. Um, and, and they, 
they won't receive the suggestions as well. So, so that's just kind of cool stuff. I, I love that. So I, um, I took uh, Dolores Cannon's um, QHHT. So we did hypnosis in that as well. And I can remember that I don't do it anymore, but I can remember um, a lot of times people would be like, oh, I don't think I was really hypnotized. But, and we always, because I think they even go to a state even lower than that. I think they go almost, I don't think, is it theta maybe? Um, I'm not really sure what state it is, but it's pretty low. Well, like yeah, right before it goes sleep. Down from theta to delta. And delta, yeah. it delta. usually happens like that's when you'll have an ecstasy experience. Yeah. So I know that's the way her work goes. You take them right before they fall asleep. So it could be that that's what it is. But anyways, people would be like, oh, I don't think I was hypnotized. And you'd always record their sessions because they're talking in those, right? They're talking mm-hmm. the whole time. And but then they'll come out and you'll talk to them for a few minutes. And oh, well, what what was your favorite part of that? They're like, I don't remember any of it. So when they first come out, it's kind of like waking up for a dream of, oh, there's no way I'm going to forget this. And then as soon as they kind of go into the higher brain waves, they forget everything that was talked about. And I just think that's so interesting. Yeah. I have a hypnotherapy session on sleep that I listen to myself and I can't stay awake during it. (laughs) I'm like, cool. (laughs) I've I've even done it when I'm not tired. I will, I will just always go, wow, I'm out. So I love that. So there's one thing and it keeps coming back. So I'm just going to keep cycling back to it. And so I was thinking about that woman and the, the meal thing. And, and I don't know, maybe this is just me, uh, but I find my thoughts so interesting and I don't, and and maybe this is just who I am. I don't know, but I never take them seriously. Like I never take my thoughts seriously. So if I was sitting in a restaurant and I started having thoughts like that, I would immediately be like, does that even make sense? Like, you know, it's like, and there would be this part of me that would want to um, challenge the part of me that was stuck in a lower frequency thought. And, and I, and, I was just, and the, for that, I'm just like, just think what our lives would be like if we just did that all the time. If we just literally challenge, just like I would challenge you, if you were like, oh, well, I need to order. I would be like, no, you're not, you know, just like, just like you would to a friend. Right. It's why can't we do but, that? But, yeah. Well, so, so the weirder thing I do entity clearing, right. And sometimes you can catch them and, you know, they're literally not you. And I, th- oh my God, the conversations on people that they're like, I know that this is not me. And, but they don't because they're still buying the point of view. And that, those are the, the interesting, interesting people to clear. Uh, and I feel like I've even had my own personal journey with some of that, right? Um, so, you know, an entity clearing is like super, you want to, I want, is it okay if we do one? To, to I have to be super honest. I don't believe in entities. I feel like it's, it's, a, it's like just you, a person that's I, agreeing to a frequency. The, they're, a- they're implanted. Well, and, and it works that way too. Yeah. So, yeah. No. So I, you know, the only reason that I just try to get things any way that they'll release things. Right. I mean, let's be honest. If it, I, so do I believe them? Do you have to believe in them? No, but does it work? Usually, usually they'll feel lighter. Something will shift. And if you can get a single tiny frequency shift, then they're open to something else. Right. And so my, I feel that my job as what I call myself as a frequency alchemist is to to take every itty bitty tiny little frequency shift I can get so that they get back to who they're 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 here to be mm-hmm. who they actually are is a better way to put it right I I really feel that my job here on planet earth is to get people to be themselves without any of the constructs and the bullshit 
of what our brain does to us. I'm just curious. I have to ask this question. When people come to you and you tell them that you're clearing an entity that is connected to a behavior of thought. So it's not for me to judge if they have that, first of all. No, not so, a place of yeah. judgment, not a place of judgment. I'm no, just no, no. I mean, it's not even for me to like say, hey, I think you have an entity attached. Would you like to do an entity clearing? It would be more that I would ask the question are there entities involved in this suggestion in your head? And they would say, yes, that's when you do it. But okay. sometimes it's fun just to do it, just to see if there is a shift. Right, right. So okay. To answer your question, I don't mean to be so- Well, specific, I didn't actually answer that. Semantics so matter within hypnotherapy. <laughs> right, well, or, where I was going with that is uh, there's- because I, I know that there's a lot of talk out there and there's a lot of people that are doing entity clearings and that sort of thing. And what I have observed is that it becomes this thing where when somebody goes into a negative thought pattern or if they can't clear something, I mean, all of the stories, like you, I'm sure you've heard them all, that then their initial reaction is, oh, I have to go to a healer to have my entity removed. And it creates a looping cycle in itself. And that's more where I was, that was more of the question of where I was going with that. Because I feel like in some ways it's actually disempowering because then they're reliant on somebody else to actually be able to do the shift. I love this conversation because one of the reasons I had a, where I make, made all that wealth was I did something, it was called the new wealth experience. And we reached 8 million people just doing frequency, like just uh, changing vibration, blessings, different things like that. Palladians, right? All the woo. And I started to get disenchanted with that. And I, said, no, I'm here to help people create the life that they want to lead. I'm not here to get people to just to experience bliss for a moment. I'm here to help them be that frequency that they want to be to create the life that they want to lead done. You know, and when I got that distinction and it came so clear during meditation, I was like, no, I'm quitting this. And I did, I quit for two and a half years and I decided that I was going to even pursue something entirely different. And I didn't think I was going to be guided back to it this fast, if at all. And when I got clear that I'm here to help people, I guess, maintain and sustain higher frequency, that's when I knew that I was on a different track. I mean, it just literally seemed like a different, like the universe, like, here's the blueprint, go for it. This is yours. And, and it, it sounds exactly the same, but it's totally different. <laughs> and I know that you understand, but people that are energy healing junkies, psychic junkies, Palladian junkies, I mean, I don't mean to, you know, yeah, are they still at least they're kind and helping the world, you know, change because that, that they'll eventually get there. But I think that there is a depth within really understanding yourself. And sometimes if you just go in these meditations to have a different experience, you're doing that almost like I was doing with my diet Cokes. Yeah. You're just doing it to cope and get through your day. What if you were a walking, talking meditation all day long. Would that be okay? <laughs> right? I mean, that's what I'm looking for. And I've come pretty close to it. But I still okay. do like sit and meditate with the bask and headphones and the whole shebang. Because I feel that that's still it centers me. Plus, I can kind of rehearse what I'm creating in the world. You know, that's my time to play in rehearsal mode and, uh, and then, you know, step into the world and I'll be all chill. People will be yelling out in the outer world and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> well, I love to hear 
that you recognize that. And because I do feel that we are in a pivotal moment right now where it's it's time to take responsibility, right? So if you're suffering in your life, who are you looking at, right? It's not, oh, I'm going to go to this healer and they're going to fix me. It's no, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just holding your consciousness in a frequency that's not serving you. And that's, you are the only one, like you could go get the quick fix and drink your Coke, but yeah, just like you said, so that, thank you for saying that it, that's so beautiful. And I hope everybody heard this because if there's anything that you walk away with from this three-day event, you are the one that's going to make your life better. Well, who else can? Right. Yeah. I, one of the things that I couldn't hear at my beginning years, I think at working and healing was uh, acknowledging myself and acknowledging my knower within, right? It's like, I, it's almost like I would not allow myself to know that I knew. And I I feel that oftentimes for people to like grow up in energy healing for lack of a better word. I really feel like that's the, the biggest key is to say, I, I choose and I acknowledge and I am, and I know. And if you can get them to that place, cause sometimes they are like, I don't know, you know, and I just don't buy that. If you don't know about you, who else knows? And I will literally, I will like, I will punch people, I mean, you know, punch them in a, a kind way, but I'll be like, get yourself to know what would it take? And I will ask so many freaking questions to get them down to that knower. And then when, and when they get down to that knower, it's almost like I've stripped off their clothes and there's a vulnerability and usually there's tears and they're like, I can't believe I've lived 42 years of my life and nah, you know, or something like that. They will just almost lament the loss of the dilute delusion of this reality that that's freaking awesome and freaking you know weird you know it's like oh my god my world has totally changed and you're like ah I love that I, I always say I always have this saying when somebody and because there's so there's going to be times when maybe you don't know because you just need to sit with it a little bit longer until it becomes a knowing, right? I feel like that's not what we're talking about here. It's more about- But usually if you ask a question like, can you be hypnotized? Is that simple? Right. You know, when they come in and it's like, I can't be hypnotized. That, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll like ask that question and they know, they know they can. Usually through question, you go with the frequency first. Usually you can tell just by their body language, they'll like lean in well. It's like you didn't even have to say yes. I yeah, your body does. There actually is a thing, a whole that whole no. well, it's like your your body pendulum, right? It's the yes and the no. Uh but I also feel like when somebody says the words I don't know, I always have to sit back and like and kind of be like, okay, what I don't know, are they in right now? Are they in an attuning process to where their consciousness hasn't hit the frequency of where they're moving into? And they really don't know. They don't can't identify in the frequency yet, which is legit. That's what I was saying. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll let you say, I don't know until you know, so that you're consciously attuned to the frequency you're actually becoming. But if the answer is, I don't know, because they don't like the answer that they're hearing (laughs) or they're in a habit of it right Right. they're not actually like using their brain to like say that they're just in a habit of saying it because in most of what what I my point to this is and then if you you guys can all take this for how you want to say it but a lot of times when we hear when we tell ourselves well I just don't know it's usually because we don't want to hear the answer that we're hearing. And it's easier to say, I don't know, than to have to listen to that voice that's saying something you don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that happens I give one one little thing and then we'll start to wrap this up (laughs) I always have my daughters like if they're like mom I really don't know I'm like flip a coin and if you like the answer then that's your yes right like so and if if you're like if it lands on let's say tails and you're like oh then you know that (laughs) you already but they already knew just by the reaction to whether or not it was heads or tails yeah yeah so anyways okay so that's a good way to do it though I know isn't that fun we used to do that when they were kids because I always wanted them to know intuitively a yes or no just like with a pendulum you usually know what it's going to do before it actually even starts to turn you're like oh yes (laughs) I little animals I love it. it's like playland there <laughs> it's play hour apparently <laughs> all right Jenna this has been so amazing so let everybody know how to find you because I know they're going to want to yeah so I'm at jenna.com and we will have a button at the top right corner if you want to get a free hypnotherapy session to give it a shot and uh Yes, Jenna.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's hey Jenna. Hey so, Jenna. Like hey H-E-N-A. Jenna. Because <laughs> I couldn't get Jenna on Instagram. <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we'll put all of that in the show notes and on the show page as well. And just by chance, if you are watching this on YouTube and you don't have access to the show page, definitely go sign up because that's where you'll get all the free gifts there. And um, this was so good. You're just brilliant. I love you. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I feel like the little rough at the beginning, but we got into it. That was fun. <laughs> you know, it's always exactly what it needs to be. And I, and I do feel for those of you that are listening, it's worth going back and listening again, because especially in the beginning, you were saying some statements that if you, it was the first time you ever heard something like that, you might want to go back and just play the statement and pause it. And just sit with, what does this mean to me, right? Like, what what is this saying to me? And let your intuition guide you, right? On what is this for me? And then it'll just take it a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. And then definitely go back and and play in the process that Jenneth shared with us as well. Because what better year to experience wealth than the year that we have coming up? Like, let's, let's break the paradigm of, what wealth even is and really exceed any desire or expectation or intention that we could put around that. Yeah. Bye. I'm all in. <laughs> Let's do it. I love you, honey. Thank you so much. You. Okay. Shout out to your website one more time. Jenneth.com. J-E-N-E-T-H.com. I love you. All right. We're <laughs> wishing you all just a fabulous 2024. I hope that you are feeling more inspired and that your vibration has raised during this this beautiful interview with Jenneth. And we are sending you all so much love until next time.